If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 282, for Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. Welcome back to the Boop Show. My name is Scott Johnson. That's uh, Brian Dunaway over there, rocking out. Oh, hi, Scott. Dancing like it's like there's no tomorrow. Dancing like he's in <laughs> Footloose and he's screwing the old man by dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Screw, screw the old man. Yeah. I'm dancing like it's Tuesday. You know what's weird? I think thing, John. Right? I think John Lithgow was only in his 30s in that thing, but we always think oh, of him wow. as like ancient, right? He well, he was old. He still is old. Well, yeah, but let's look at yeah. it. John Lithgow. <laughs> I'm just going to look this up. So if he is uh, born in 45, and we're talking 84. 45 what? Uh, 1945. Yeah, 1945. He was in Footloose in 84. So help me with the math. Uh, 84 minus 45. What is that? Uh, wait, is that how it works? Hey, no, you're doing okay. <laughs> so in and so yeah, yeah. So you're wanting to know he he was born in when? 45? 40, 1945. How old was he in 1984? That's easy enough, right there. Because uh, I want to say like, thir- he would have been 39. That's crazy. And then if you go to uh, plus, let's see, 121. So that makes him 160 now. That's yeah, not right. He's 160 <laughs> uh, years old now. <laughs> Finally, he's, he's reached that ripe old age of 160. We knew he'd get there eventually. Harry and the Hendersons Part 2. It would be it 76. It should be 76 now. I had to do some math. Oh, there you go. He still looks great. Uh, yeah, right. he still looks fantastic. Let's do a uh, let's do a show here. Now, we, we got plenty to talk about. Uh, before we get going too far, though, I did want to mention this. So I've had like this cyber itch I haven't been really able to scratch since cyberpunk left me a little dry. Personal experience. Don't want to... You know, lay it on everybody's back and say, oh, Cyberpunk was Dude. bad for everyone. I'm sure someone had a great time. But for me, oh, yeah. it was the great disappointment of the year. And uh, it will. Well, it was you incompetent. Know, well, a little incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> See Film Tech. Um, we need one of those things like in comics where they put like a. Right, right. Next to See it, episode so, yeah. uh, five like something. There was those are visual yeah, hyperlinks before we had the Internet. Yeah, a, little, but, a little asterisk yeah. there for you. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, what was I saying? So. I just been Cyberpunk. kind of looking at stuff, trying to go. Well, what's going to give me this? And you know what gave it to me? Today's review. So I'm not even going to tell you what it is yet because it's just a little weird today. It's a throwback review, but I did. Okay. I okay. did finish because uh, I had the need to play some. I don't know sci-fi RPG business. I finished the Outer Worlds finally. Uh, the Obsidian oh, yes. one. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm so jealous of you because they had they had new content, right? And they also upped the frame rate on they the did. Xbox Series. They did. And that's where I finished have. it. In fact, I was yeah. holding off on finishing it because I wanted a proper 60 frame plus frame rate to finish it. And I didn't. And the, oh, by the way, this is the one weird glitch in this particular Game Pass game. 
Um, Microsoft owns Obsidian now. They that was a launch on Game Pass for PC and console at the time PS4, not Series S, S and X. But the cross save doesn't exist for it. It it exists between oh. two different PCs or two different Xboxes, or in the case of PlayStation, because they also got it, they would have also had cross saves. But no cross save from console to PC, and so. Me thinking I'll finish this in a higher frame rate on my PC was never going to happen because they don't freaking support it. And as far as I can tell, it's just this one game that does it. Now, they may have changed that with this increase of frame rate. I don't know. But um, it's basically much better to play than the 30 it was locked into before. 30 was bad. Yeah, the 30 was was not an enjoyable experience. I had it on the original uh, Xbox One. Yeah. Not the original original, but the Xbox One and... I I was like, eh, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I, w- I would definitely like to see it in the 60 frame, yeah. right? And I did download it uh, for the... P- no, I downloaded it on the Xbox. And I did launch it and take a look. And I was like, oh yeah, this game is rich and deep. And I'm not going to be able to just hop in for a few minutes. Oh and, yeah, you, and, don't, you don't just poke and figure it out and check it no, out. You I've got to finish going. it. Yeah, uh, but I did that yeah. finally. I beat it, and I really, really enjoyed it. I haven't played any of the DLC yet. But how was the how was the end game? It was great. I mean, the end game is basically. I mean, do you ever play Fallout New Vegas? Do you ever play that? Absolutely. Okay, yes. so that's these same guys. Obsidian One of made my that favorites game of all time. They basically were contractors for Bethesda at the time and made that that spinoff. And I still think it's the greatest of all the 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 um uh, Vegas all the Fallout's favorite. It's, yeah, it's so good. It, so yeah, it's hard. St- not story to was great. I think the systems were better refined. Like it was just a, a great game. It had its problems yeah. and its jank. They were still using that Bethesda engine and all that. But 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 overall, it's it's my favorite. I like uh, this game, Outer Worlds, because it is them doing that again. They're going back to that same kind of storytelling, mechanically, first person view, the way you do quests and work with NPCs. Like it's all very similar to the way New Vegas was structured. And I will say the okay. ending is like that too. You get to a certain part and it says, hey, any new saves you make after this point are only going to be from this point forward. None of these saves are going to be from prior to that. So if you have prior to that saves, you can load them, but none of this stuff will have happened. So if you wanted to go clear up a bunch of quests or do any stuff you wanted to do before you come in here, do it because the whole thing gets solved here. The story ends here. And sure enough, it does. So I'm fine with that. I, I was I was all cleared yeah. out, had everything caught up, and I went in there, made sure I was stocked up and ready to rock. Felt pretty good about my specs, my my companions stocked I had with me. Stocked up and ready to rock. That would fit on a shirt. It I'm, would. I'm getting that. I'd wear that. Yeah. I'd wear that. I'd wear that. Um, but anyway, I beat it, and I really liked it, and I can't recommend it enough. Uh, so if you haven't played that that game, we don't we normally don't focus on the quote unquote AAA releases, and I wouldn't even call it a AAA, but it's more like a yeah, I I think I even though, yeah, I think even though Outer Worlds is you know it's definitely from a AAA uh, company, mm-hmm. I I don't know if it feels AAA as much as you would think. I I look, I have a lot of friends, and there's some gamers who only play in certain genres, and they probably would never play this, even though they play a lot of other AAA games that yeah. I do play. Oh yeah. Yeah, and if, but yeah. I guess if you're if you're an RPG fan, then you you played this, or you should yeah. if you haven't. Yeah. It's very cool, and I loved it, and I will probably play that DLC. But here's what's here's the point of all this discussion, because uh, I'm not really reviewing that game here. It pushed me down this road of like, ah, uh, I need more first person stealthy freaking cyber shit because cyberpunk mm. sucked. Can I get more somewhere else? <laughs> and then I remembered. 
<laughs> oh yeah. A lot of us didn't play enough of it. I know I didn't. I got, I got barely into it and then just sort of sidelined it and forgot about it. Not because it wasn't good, but because I just had other stuff going on. But in 2016, Deus Ex Mankind Divided came out, the sequel to the, uh, uh, what was the first one? Human Revolution. There and, must have uh, been something going on at that time because I also picked up this game and remember playing it very briefly and then moving on to something else. There must have been something really big on the horizon. Well, right 2016, I mean, that year this. or that holiday was was stuff yeah. like uh, right around the corner, the Switch launched. We had um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on PlayStation. There was other right. stuff going on. I think people just, I think people were just sort of like, oh, yeah, it's one of those again. And, and it sold all good. I mean, look at the Steam numbers alone, just like review numbers. You can kind of extrapolate sales and. It's very strong. Happens to be on like a ninety-five percent sale right now, so it was on my mind. Oh, I already, I already owned it, but it's four bucks and you fifty cents or something right now. Um, it'll go back up to thirty tomorrow, but uh, it's like one of their midweek madness things. Anyway, uh, so I got back into that. That is my review today, and I'll get to it. So I'm not going to do it here, but I'm actually going to review a game that that's that's that old, but deserves me coming to the fight and fighting for it because, whole boy, howdy, am I having fun! In that game, and is it scratching all those cyberpunk itches that cyberpunk failed to, to scratch? So we'll talk but about I that. Love how you, I love how you start the show with, I'm not going to bash cyberpunk. I'm sure some people are like, cyberpunk sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does kind of suck for me. All right. I'll just say that. It, it sucks it, for me. It, 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 yeah, there was a lot of expectations and it failed in a lot of different ways. If you found joy in it, it was uh, in spite of of the uh, attempt to fail that. Now there's a note here saying that you're in a dark mood, which is a rarity I, for you. Right. I am in a dark mood. So I'm in dark mood. Uh, and what I did, even though it's spring, it just turned spring this past week and I couldn't help but to want to look for some dark things. And that's going to be the game I'm talking about today. This Arthur uh, dark fantasy uh, setting game. But I played a game that uh, I would like to kind of recommend. It's a small app game. It's on the Apple Arcade. It's called Card of Darkness. Oh, I have that. It, yeah, yeah I good. dig it. It's a four by four uh, grid of of stacks of cards uh, where you're in this. You're playing as like this this character that uh, is kind of like an Adventure Time kind mm -hmm. of art style. Yeah. And uh, and and every time you you start with a row of cards that are flipped over, and those cards contain like either uh, like either some health potion or a weapon, and also has uh, enemies with uh, with very you know quick numbers on them, and you have to create yourself a lane to get out of each of those four by four grids, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. I. I like how I like the simplicity of the design. It's real easy just to hold down on a card and get the uh, get you know its 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 perks or whatever it is it's doing, uh, so you can make those quick decisions. So you know and who this is, right? So this really is uh, originally an Apple Arcade uh, yeah, exclusive. Yeah, uh, it's coming to other stuff, but Zach Cage designed it, and he's known for mm. a ton of fantastic okay. mobile games. Uh, and the artist is Pendleton Ward. The actual creator. Is it really Pendleton Ward? Yes. So the guy who made your I adventure deal made that. Yeah. I spun the wheel in the Apple Arcade and just downloaded it because it looked interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I, it's a cool game. It's a fun zero research deck buildery thing. It's uh, it's neat. 
Air Rice has been to order there, so I guess that explains that. Yeah, this was a famous uh, launch when the, or I think this was actually a launch title on uh, the service. It was like a big. Uh, I've got the one. Apple Arcade because we picked up a new Apple device. We bought it straight out at Christmas time, so you get like three months of Apple Arcade. So I was just like, back. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, my daughter loves this game mostly because of the art art in there, but uh, it's definitely because the art the art draws you in. But um, I stayed for the gameplay. At first, the gameplay was kind of annoying, but then it it really kind of hooked me. Yeah, it took a little while. It'll get you. It, it's good yeah. card stuff. So we'll get to all that in a second. I yeah. want to just uh, throw out this this quick thing uh, that I started, and I want people to sign up for it if you haven't heard about it. I'm starting a a, a newsletter. Uh, a newsletter? An official Frog Pants newsletter. I like to think of it more as like some skater kid zine from the 90s, except it won't have any of that kind of stuff in it. But uh, I, I used to love that kind of idea back in the day. I always wanted to publish my right. own thing. And for a while, I did at school, like in high school. I had this crappy printed on garbage copy paper thing for other cartoonists and artists at my school. And we just thought it was so cool. Um, we did that too. Yeah. You're a friend of mine. And guess what's coming back like a freaking vengeance newsletters is that coming back <laughs> they're huge because people are uh, here's my take here's my thinking people are a little overwhelmed with like social media is just a quick blip in the pants and then you're done and yeah. you're not really hanging on to anything it's all very fast it's all flipping ahead of you you're being sh- bombarded with ads all the time some of these people you want to to listen to talk to hear their content whatever it is you want to slow down you want to kind of just get it when yes. it's ready you want to cu- see it curated like I think we're having a little bit of a shift back to the way we used to do things a bit. And so an idea that everyone thought was dead, quote unquote, a newsletter is now having a a kind of a resurgence. I decided to hop on board and give it a shot. It's totally free. It doesn't cost you a thing to go sub up for it. Uh, Go over to frogpants.club. Club. Frogpants.club. I bought bought that domain just so so I could forward it. (laughs) Oh, I, you got the full club domain. I had a yeah. club domain. I had an involve club domain. I got let it expire though. Yeah, probably did. That's ah, too bad. Yeah, I, d- I, I like getting cute. these weird domains. So I have a few weird yeah. frog pants ones. And the one I want people to use for this is frogpants.club. Okay. <laughs> and it'll take you, you straight if there. You wanna see the, if you want to see the most old school picture of Scott Johnson, it's a freebie. You <laughs> get it when you subscribe. Yep. It's right there. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, in there, including a discussion about film sacks, uh, heated discussion regarding uh, the Zack Snyder thing. It's up right there in the in the, in the thing. I so love it. Up, do it. That's fantastic. And even if you signed up late, it's okay that you didn't get this issue because you can go back and read them all if you are signed up. And being signed up, I literally mean you put your email address in and that's it. That's all you have to do. And then it's then it comes to you in the email. It also is just there on the site if you'd rather get it that way. Uh, at frogpants.club so it's entirely on you how you want to use it but i'm very excited about it i'm going to do all kinds of cool stuff in the future things to do with gaming as well so boop will be involved in some way it's gonna be great i'm already sidetracked fantastic (laughs) all right brian this that sound means it's time to talk about the games we played now i know this is unusual and i do have other games that i could be reviewing that are newer or whatever but i just feel no like this no you cannot you play what you played you you own it yeah you play what you play i am kind of in a holding pattern while i wait for nebuchadnezzar and some of these other games to do their big updates uh shipbreakers got that's a huge update coming that will screw everyone's saves up so i feel like i can't play that right now until that comes out right so there's a lot right. of stuff i want to be playing and feel like i'm just waiting for devs to cough up their coming soon they're, um, they're offerings patches. yeah 
So hopefully sooner than later we, we get that stuff. Uh, however, oh, unsubbing is easy to Sturm Daniel. It's literally a thing at the bottom of every one of those posts that just says unsub me. It's not hard. And I don't, I don't get any of these emails. Like, like It just takes you out, so you're, you're gone. Sorry, uh, chat room had a question that seemed like a good one. <laughs> anyway, back to the point. Uh, I did start playing Mankind Divided, and for whatever reason, I just got completely wrapped up in it. Um, I don't know what, why it's clicking with me so much. And it, it's not that it didn't before. I just don't know why. I, it wasn't that it wouldn't click with me. I wasn't clicking with it back in the day. Hmm. And right. uh, for those who aren't familiar, the Deus Ex series goes all the way back to 1998, 99, something like that, where the, there was an original game that came out of, oh, what was the name of that studio? Uh, exactly, studio. I forgot. It's where John Romero went and um, made Ka- oh. Daikatana and stuff. Uh, Did he do, was he, what's that, what, what that studio? Hold on a second. Let yes, uh, it was with that studio. Why can't I think of the effing studio? Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're gone now. They're gone. They're long gone. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's gonna bug me. Anyway, the original I'll, I'll, I'll find it. You keep you keep talking. Was it Ion Storm? Ion Storm, there talking. it is. Ion Storm. That's yep. it. Ion Storm. Uh and they were famous Ion for Storm. a couple of things. One was this Deus Ex game. And it was this game built in the original Unreal Engine, not Unreal Tournament or anything since then, like the original ass freaking Unreal Engine, which at the time was pretty hot. Um but what made it unique and different is this thing was like a full-blown cyber RPG with all these abilities and equipment and implants and neuro things and hacking systems and tons of inventory and just crazy complex sort of Blade Runner-esque stuff going on in that game. And nobody had done anything quite like that, especially not, you know, in everyone's Unreal Shooter engine. So this is just a weird, it was an odd time. And, uh, I loved that game, man. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I was so into it. Played the hell out of it. Looking back now, it's really ugly and super overly complicated and would not well, work well today. But at the time it was well, it was something else. But that's games, well, right? Ninety eight. That's right. Yeah. Uh today, or sorry, let's jump to twenty eleven. They made a new one. Uh this same team. This is um Eidos or Eidos Montreal. Uh they're owned by Square Enix, and this is published by Square Enix. Uh, the 2011 one introduces this character, Adam Jensen. He's a agent working for a clandestine group of people who are trying to make the world a better place in this shit future but, that we find ourselves in. Everybody's got implants. They call them clankers. They're kind of people are racist against clankers. I don't know racist, but you know they, they discriminate. Yeah, against they're them. they're uh, classist because they're they're clankers, right? They they have a class. They're a class. Yeah, right? they don't. People don't like people that have implants. Um, there's a lot of religious opposition to it. There's a lot of just social opposition. If you have a a fake leg and you're full of chips or whatever, people don't trust you. Yeah, um, you're highly suspect. I mean, you could be. Obviously, you're being tracked by the government if you got like a fake leg, right? right. I mean, psh. right. No problem. They just find you wherever you're at. Um, right. Anyway, you're you're full of this stuff. Like in that first game, especially you just by the end, you're just a big walking robot man. Um, <laughs> but he's he's awesome. I love him. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters in in uh, in modern games, partly because he's just in some ways he's very dude bro. In some ways, he's I don't know. He's He's more new and nuanced than a dude, bro. It's hard for me to explain. I think Adam Jensen's just one of the cool characters ever. Anyway, the game is a lot more action-oriented if you want it to be. Uh, Stealth is still, I think, the way to play it because that's what I enjoy the most. 
But uh, you can kind of build your way you want to. You want to come in guns blazing all the time? Great. You want to enter every situation as a possible chance to take people one by one out and use cool tools to do it and crawl through the walls and find strange ducks and stuff like that to get the job done? You can do it. Um, Lots of dialogue tree stuff and that sort of thing. The 2011 game is a lot like the 2016 game, but the 2016 game just takes stuff further and gives you some abilities you couldn't have in that original game and just takes the story in places that, that I think nobody quite expects. Anyway, I'm probably in a new fresh run of three to four hours into this so far. And I really like it, man. It's just a cool game. And if you just need that, I don't know, that dystopic future where I got a chip in me and the government sucks and everything's run by corporations and all that cyberpunk I stuff. I mean, this is, yeah, but it's it's still it still sounds uh, very today topical. I mean, it doesn't sound like either they predicted a few things that were going to happen, or it's very timely. One, well, I don't, so, I, mean, I don't even think they did that. I think they just did a better job than Cyberpunk did at that right. kind of universe. I mean, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, the the licensed property that CD Projekt Red used to make Cyberpunk. Um, I don't know if people. I assume people know that, but. That that's a pro, that's a tabletop I, I, game I system. Didn't, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, we'll see. Okay, now I'll tell you. It's a tabletop right, game tell, system. Tell me, tell me. It was a it was a tabletop game system. Been around forever since what? Early nineties, oh, late eighties, mid eighties. That's it. And uh, they it's kind of like The Witcher is based on books. This is what CD Projekt right. Red does. They take stuff from other things. So these this this uh, this property this table tabletop game system has. Decades of lore and storytelling and ideas and concepts and, and, and you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, mid-80s. That's right. Man, man, wow, man has it that been that long? Wow. Oh, yeah. So that's why everybody was so excited. Well, people are excited no matter what. He's like, oh, that looks cool, even if you didn't know about it. But if you knew about Cyberpunk, you were really excited because, oh, my gosh, I'm going to finally take this, this really complex, amazing world and turn it into a video game. That seemed great. Well... Deus Ex and a hundred other games, they're playing in the same sandbox. It's just not called cyberpunk, but it's the same milieu. It's, it's Blade Runner. It's, um, I don't know what else to compare it to. Um, do you ever play, um, what's it called? What do you call it when you're part of a group? That's like a clandestine group of bad guys. Syndicate, syndicate, syndicate. Oh, a syndicate, a syndicate. I was going to say, uh, Cobra. Yeah, that's um, another good example. Hydra? <laughs> but Snake no, name? Like, Syndicate is all about, you know, hacking and and uh, improving, augmenting yourself and all this BS. Like, it's right, right, that right, right. sort of stuff. And that's what the cyberpunk thing is. And this game is better than cyberpunk. There, I said it. I said it out loud. A game from yeah, 2016 yeah. is better and holds up better than your damn hot new CD Projekt Red game, or at least for me. Right. Right, and it's it's really two different types of games, though, right? Because Cyberpunk is mostly open world. Eventually, I mean, you have an on rails story, but eventually, they're supposed to like let you loose, right? Just well, kind of same with this. Like well. these, these this works the exact same oh, these way. Kind of, yeah, it's, I okay. mean, they're RPGs. They have a main story. They have side quests. They have an open world where you can just right. kind of wander around and decide what you want to do next, and you can fast wow, travel. I did not play places. this game for more than a hot second. Oh, you. Why is why so is good. Hitman on my screen right now? Why am he, I looking at Hitman? He's not Hitman. He's Why am a, I looking at Agent? Why am I looking at? A- he's uh that's it's definitely not Hitman. Uh, they're they're <laughs> like this Illuminati group that are all trying to decide what's next on their on their shit list, and right. uh, that's kind of where you start to come in and you gotta you know 
you got to kick butt. The problem is you were just involved in a really bad massacre in Dubai or somewhere. And okay. uh, your shit's all shot to shit. Ripped so from the headlines. So if you go and get, you know, you're trying to use your abilities and you can't, your, your systems are all left up. So you got to, some of your early goings on in this is just to get yourself set right. And you got to work with like a hacker guy that fixes you and you get some new abilities from that, that sort of thing. But um, the game is, is first person like a shooter uh, and literally has guns and things if you want, or, you know, tasers or other stuff to like knock your people out. Why, why am I now looking at Neo? Right, why am so, I looking at Neo from the Matrix So that's right not now? Neo. That's, that's Adam Jensen. That's your protagonist. This guy's talking to is the hacker that's going to make his stuff work again. And uh, he's a Neo. He's who is, Neo-ish. Who is this, who is this Zen, Gen Z fool on my screen right now? Who is that guy? <laughs> I like that every single person in this is like, who's this? Why is who, that man Who's here? this guy? Who's this man? Yeah, it's this sort of stuff. Uh, those glasses that he's wearing there, Adam Jensen's wearing, are uh, very cool because they roll into themselves. He never has to take them off. There. I was about to say, like those... Uh, Looks like those tannin bed uh, glasses you like mm-hmm. insert into your eye practically. They don't have like rims or anything. These, like, yeah. And then but I guess uh, they just retract. Huh? Chatroom says something about the animation. Yeah, the character animations aren't the greatest, but who is like I don't know who's doing the best work these days. This, it ain't these guys. This stuff right here. I kind of. I don't know, bad. man. The Witcher the is even Witcher three even as as it's starting to age still has some of the best. Really? Because I would say this stuff here that The Witcher does is really bad. The Witcher, I love The Witcher. The Witcher's great. Don't get me wrong, love it. But oh, are are we talking? Are we talking hair tech? Because that's totally different. Not even hair uh, tech. I mean, just like expressions and faces. I'm what I'm telling you, Brian, is that nobody does this well. It's all bad. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not great. Lots yet. of uncanny valley. Lots of we forget bad. We looks. forget how many processes it takes to make a game run like realistically to render something real time, realistically on our standard gaming PCs. We forget. Yeah. Uh, chat room says we do forget. Uh, chat, let's see. This is silence. This was here or whatever. Was this originally a PS3, Xbox 360 release? Just- no, that was the original game. The one I mentioned earlier from 2011. That one was, that was, uh, uh, not mankind divided. The other one, um, human revolution. That one was a 360 PS3 and PC game, and Mankind Divided was just four years ago, uh, five years ago now, 2016. When was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> five years ago, four or five years ago. Uh, where, now, where are we at right now? We were we were, were in the time. thick of the PS4 Xbox One generation, and um, yeah. I'm playing it on PC. I should mention, uh, although I have it on Xbox, they don't have Wait, it optimized you, on you there. You paid like. You paid like five bucks for it, right? Four fifty on PC. I've, well, I already owned it, so I bought it when it was new, and I think yeah, I paid full price then. But um, if you bought it now, you would go buy it right now. You'll only spend five bucks. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Do you, do you have a shame? I have a shame that I want to mention. This always every time this comes up. Every time I talk about an older game that I, freaked, I didn't go back and play. Give me a shame. I always have this deep shame that I had to go out. And by uh, Dead Space Three opening, you know, as soon as it came out, I had to get and I had to get the physical copy. I had to have it. Well, never opened it, and you never. Why? Still, what, what did you still in the cellophane? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but, but I feel bad about it all the time. That's I think hilarious. I had like a sixty dollars game. I never even opened it, and that's not me. Do you still you know have me. it? I'm, I'm frugal. Do you still frugal. have it? Do you have the game? 
I I do. But at some point in time, I end up getting it on a service for practically nothing. And I was like, I'm not even going to open that stupid thing. Yeah. It, it it just like it just rolled. It's like, oh, something came up and I can't open it today. So I'll wait until the weekend to do it. And it's like then the weekend happened and something happened. And then it was like, oh, this is like an, a week later. Next thing I know, it's almost Christmas. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Oh, the weekend. You know, he, he he's a rapper type fella. Yeah, the weekend. He's he's not a rapper type. Is no, he's he more, more like uh, hip hop, R and B, pop star. Right, R and B pop. That's what I would think. Yeah, broke his face on purpose or whatever he did. I don't broke know. his face on purpose. He's all he's right. got a he's got a gimmick. His look, his stuff he did, his collab with uh, um, Daft Punk, some of my favorite things in the world. But oh, absolutely, I like the weekend. Everything I like but the that. weekend. I, I, I like Fridays. Yeah. I like Saturday and Sunday. Do you like? Um, uh, do you like, uh, uh, now I forgot. <laughs> I was going to ask. I don't, oh, there's a hacking screen. Look at him doing some hacking there, trying to get past the old, uh, firewall. You know what there. I don't now see, I kind of like this. I think that's one thing that always fails for me in just about any cyberpunk game. Mm. I'm always disappointed in the hacking. It never seems like hacking. I, I, I just, they can't seem to like nail it for me. Well, you would like it. That is very I think cyberpunk. Are we watching cyberpunk right now? No, this is this is Dave. That's my point. This is going to scratch your itch. It's going to say, "Hey, that is that a cyberpunk itch you have? Is that a rash caused by lack of cyberpunk?" And you'll say, "Yeah." Is cyberpunk go, on well, my screen right now? No. And then this game will say, "Hey, look at us from four <laughs> or five years ago. We're going to scratch your itch, and it still looks great. Like this game, it's running at a freaking maximum everything on my PC. Beautiful 120 frames per second kind of frame rates." Just no issues. This video we're looking at is nuts. I think it's at 30. But um, sadly, the X and S versions and PS5 versions are not optimized for the new consoles. So they still lock in at 30. Um, right. Like most games of that era with this level of detail. But uh, but yeah, I like it a lot. So I'm just saying, go back to the well, you guys. Give it another shot because you didn't try hard enough the first time and you forgot how rad it is. And I'm not even saying you shouldn't go play the original original. I think that whole bundle's like seven bucks on Steam. Nice. Um, there's nothing wrong with the 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 one from 2011 either. It's just a little older, but um, this thing holds up and plays great. And you missed out on it. And there's all sorts of gadgetry, freaking stealthy bullshit going on. And they're not, you know, as far as I know, they don't have another one of these in the works, which <laughs> bums me out because it's rad. So anyway. I like stealthy bullshit. Did you get any game capture? Did you, you going to play me some audio or I just had to. Yeah, I got a little bit from my nostalgia. No, no, here's some, here's uh here's Adam Jensen, our, our hero um, played by a dude. I don't know his name, but I really like his vocalization. So here's him talking. This is Jensen. Got us access route secure. Jim shouldn't be a problem. Over. Copy that. About time. Enemy helo sighted. Who swears? Who <laughs> swears? I'll skip ahead a little bit. Watch your f***ing mouth, Halliday. Oh. <laughs> Both of you shut up. I've been lost position. like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everybody sorry, stay kids. sharp. Sing's got eyes on Shepard. So this is a lot you of, you know, now. military intrigue and government stuff. Why? And- I, I, you know, I'm maybe not around military people enough, but do they just drop the F-bomb? Because, like, every... Every freaking game that deals with military always seems like they have to just go there. They well, have to I'm glad you asked. According to my brother-in-law, who is a Marine, he says right. it is a swear bag monster every, every day. Every, every day. Okay. Well, I mean, I get it. It's a high-pressure situation, so I can certainly understand who gives a crap if you use some profanity. I just, I've just never really thought 
is this really accurate? Well, and Sidian, I mean, oh, by the way, good to see you, Sidian. I haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, says, cursing like a sailor is a phrase for a reason. He's right. Like, that is a, <laughs> that is a common true, true ass thing. Yeah. Um, everybody you have ever known in the military, even people that are like super reserved otherwise, right. if you piss them off or they break their break something in the garage or whatever, you've never heard F-bombs fly like that before. Oh, Holy yeah. yeah. And like I said, I mean, if if I had seen the shit that they've seen, see, the worst I had to get is is shit because most of my days are made up of, oh, I hit my leg. You yeah. Know, it's not just a lot of shit. Severe. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get you. So I, I haven't graduated to the F-bomb. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it takes... It takes a it takes a village. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> it my takes game. A village, it takes a village idiot. I like it, it a lot. A- I know it's old. I usually talk about new indie games here, but I'm talking about a game that did not get enough love, in my opinion. Did, I think it's a modern classic. We, People should play it. Yes, we made our own rules. No one locked. No, we can do whatever we, we want. Kind of, we don't have some kind of advertising agreement no. with somebody. We can review. We can do whatever things. we no. want to do. I just you know. I just know I'm going to, I'm, what I'm doing is heading off emails. That's what I'm doing. Right, right. I thought you guys well, only did I thought you did games. new games. Yeah. I'm not going to take any of that. Well, um, that's okay because what Scott's doing is bringing a Zen-like quality to the show by creating a balance because what I played mm. uh, is so early access that it's, it, you're, you're gonna, it's going to peel your skin off. <laughs> it's why is this so early access, by the way? I thought they were further along. It surprises me when you say that. So tell me more. Right. What Tell us about the game and why is it too early for this game? King Arthur Knight's Tale. Is it too early? I, I'm i going to try to figure that out with you while we, while we talk about it. Uh, it is, a uh, as, as described, a unique hybrid between uh, turn-based tactical games and traditional character-centric RPG. Knight's Tale is a modern retelling of a classic Arthurian mythology story filtered through the dark fantasy tropes. Mm. A twist on the traditional tales of chivalry. So, uh, this game is pretty big as far as... This is maybe the maybe one of the bigger indie games I've we've reviewed, at least that I've reviewed, uh, because it, it looks... I mean, it really looks like a AAA game, and the depth and scope of what they're doing... It's pretty intense. Uh, for for, those, for those wondering, polished. this game is basically like XCOM meets fantasy Arthurian lore. Correct. Right? So, okay. so the the overworld part, the part where you're exploring, you're in uh, Avalon, Arthurian lore myth, uh, and you're in Avalon, and you have come back, the lady of the lake, the lady of the water, the lady with the sword. You met her. <laughs> the watery tart, as uh, <laughs> the watery Monty tart, Python as you would say. say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she has brought you, uh, Mordred, back. So Mordred, in, in this lore, is, is part of the legend. He, he's the one who kills uh, King Arthur, or is his rival. Yeah. So in this game, he actually kills. They, they uh, share kill on the battlefield. King Arthur and Sir Mordred share kill because they both stab each other at the same time. And they say, take that. And they both fall dead on the battlefield. Lady of the Water brings back the body of King Arthur to Avalon where things go awry. Mm. And King Arthur is, uh, you know, he's, he's basically visited Pet Cemetery. Mm. He's, he's come back. He's not the King Arthur we know. So she gets the bright idea to bring back Sir Mordred, who you get to play as uh, a knight, a dark knight. And is your quest? Whoa! To I get to be re- bat. Now you get to be Batman in this game. Is that what you're saying? You, you get- basically get to be Arthurian oh, Batman. Okay. So you get to be Batman essentially. Mm. Uh, you come in here, 
everything is topsy turvy. It's in a you know it's in that dark fantasy world instead of what you would usually expect from that you know the knights of chivalry and everything is kind of you know hopeful and upbeat. No, here we're we're dealing with the undead. We have characters that are dead and come back to life. Yeah, uh, and there's magic and supernatural stuff and all that stuff going on. Yeah. Magic, supernatural stuff. Basically, most of the gameplay is XCOM-like. You have tactical. You got your uh, your action points mm-hmm. uh, that you have to navigate in, in your battles. Uh, when you're exploring your RPG part, when you're exploring Avalon, uh, you're, you're able to actually go back to like a darkest dungeon kind of uh, Camelot where you can upgrade your town Ooh. or your... You're, you're, you're a little city builder there. I like and, Darkest uh, Dungeon a lot, so that's that's good news. I love hearing that. It It is really good. It is yep. really good. You uh, you upgrade through earning coins from loots that you get when you go on these missions, uh, and then you can also you also pick up resources, which allows you to unlock and upgrade areas of, uh, of Camelot. Mm. And so it also allows you to uh, heal your characters because that's very important. Because you'll go on these missions with up to uh, four knights. I think you always have to play. When you play the actual missions, there's like a prologue part. And I think the prologue is actually available for download on Steam. I might be wrong with that. Not 100% sure. But the prologue part, you get to play with fewer characters. It's a couple of knights. Sir Mordred. But as you get into it, you don't have to play Sir Mordred every time. You will acquire other knights and other uh, ranged Fighters, some champions occasionally. Can I play uh, the knights who say knee? Is that possible? No? There might be some knights who say knee, and okay. that's an interesting topic that you mentioned that because there is a morality chart in the game hmm. uh, that you get to choose in a couple of different paths. North and south on this morality chart is a four-point chart. Uh, if you go northerly, you are the righteous. If you go south, then you're more... Uh, when you make those decisions, you you kind of move around on that chart. So you can make decisions at the end of each mission as you leave an area, and you can decide to go darker or lighter. And then east to west is uh, either new religion, which was Christianity based in this time period, mm-hmm. or the old religion, the more pagan religion. And so you can kind of guide your character uh, for these choices on this morality chart, and that affects uh, the knights and how they respond to you because they can betray you, the mm-hmm. knights that you're going with. Uh, if they don't die, each mission carries mm. with it a chance of permanent death uh, in in your save. So as you go along, you will you can lose knights, and I've already lost so, several. So it's not. Wow, that sounds a lot like not not necessarily full Iron Man XCOM, but something it, close to that. It's very it's very close. It's yeah. very close to Iron Man mode. You can play. You can play, you can save as long as you go, or you can play a true rogue and just, it, you just constantly are losing crap. I couldn't do that. Yeah, like, I, I can't, can't do, do that either. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't even do <laughs> like hardcore characters in Diablo. I can't do it. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, when you're in your battles and how does a knight die? Well, each of your knights has uh, has an has a armor level. Uh, so your bowmen usually don't have very little armor, if any armor at all. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your hit points uh, and then you got your vitality. If they make it through, if the enemy makes it through your vitality, I'm sorry, through your hit points, they can start knocking down your vitality and your hero could be in some real trouble. Uh, they'll have to go to hospice back in uh, in Camelot 
to recover, mm-hmm. they'll have to sit out a couple of missions. Yeah, or yeah. that's very all of, what you're describing is very darkest dungeon for sure. Yes, yes. Um, there, there's, there's some of that. There's some of that in XCOM, but it's it's less of a focus in XCOM than, than right, that. right. But I mean, this game is polished. Problem is, it's very short right now. Maybe five hours of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, you probably could extend that by rerunning stuff. But the good news is the developer is, uh, you know, they have a good track record. This is Neocore Games. Uh, they've done other, Arth- uh, you know, Arthur-based games as well as some 40K tactical stuff. So oh, now you got yeah. me here listening to this. Well, you, uh, what get, Do you know what they did before? Uh, let me see. I, let me pull it up again. I, I, I so kind I of, I'm kind of um, blanking on the exact subtitle of the see. games because they're, um, let me see here. Boop, boop, boop. I'm going to bring Let's it up. Pull this you. up. Uh, it is uh, Warhammer 40K, Inquisitor Prophecy, oh! and Inquisitor. Oh, the, okay, let me see. Yeah, oh! yeah. I yeah, love those so th- games. Prophecy and Martyr, those two games? Yeah, those two Dude, games. those, those are, are two games. awesome games. I'm stoked. You know what I was going to say yeah. when you first started showing, when I started watching your video, there was a certain part of me that was like, there's like a Warhammer vibe going on in this. Yes, like totally. they're just It's definitely not your... Oh, hello. I've brought my sword, madam. Where's the queen? It's not like that at all. It's more like, no. freaking stick an arrow in your ass kind of thing. And that's cool. Exactly. There's uh, some Van Helsing stuff as well, but all their games are pretty solid and they're very competent so far. Uh, developers, they kickstarted this game. And this is where it's going to kind of come into the price I'm going to talk about for just a second. This game came out Tuesday, January the 20th in mm-hmm. early access. I think it came out after that. I don't think it was. It might have been that. No, I think it was that. I, oh, they did Steam those Van Helsing games as well. They did. Oh, yeah. Dude, these guys. I like these guys. I'm in. Yeah, they've done. They are really They are really good. I, I really like their work. And uh, Neocore Games is the name of the developer. Game yeah. came out uh, January 26, 2021. This year, uh, still very, cool. ver- very early access. They've already released their first uh, roadmap to success a release in the end of February. They're supposed to be releasing another one, and they've, they've mapped all this stuff out. If you go to their website, they're mapping out exactly how they're going to complete each thing. It's like There's things that haven't been applied yet, like traits. Yeah. They haven't applied those to the characters yet. It's not available, but they're working on it. This game started off as a Kickstarter project, I think in 2020, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And so you could have got in on the ground floor then, so, I mean, you can see this game a couple of different ways. You can think about it as, oh, I'm a late Kickstarter. You know, I I came in late. Or you can say, I trust these developers. They have a good track record. You know, all the things you do with a Kickstarter project. Uh, wow. $35 is kind of a sticking point for a lot of people. I wouldn't recommend this for anyone unless this is their jam and they're okay with playing early access I have a feeling that this hopefully, please, nothing happens and they move forward and they keep developing and they keep making love to this game and making it better because it is making love, making love. As far as early access games go, this is in my top five for this year as far as just you know potential. Oh, very I, cool. it, it is just so full of potential. I am having so much fun in this game and it is gorgeous. Yeah. I love the artwork. I, it's a painterly kind of artwork mm-hmm. uh, it, in the carry it all through the interface. Everything just looks good and polished and complete for what they got. It's just, is there enough content there yet? 
and there's a few little touches here and there that can improve, you know, like, you know, yeah. they need to pr- in, improve uh, performance in some areas because it can get a little bit laggy sometimes, but not too bad. Uh, you know, and they just got to touch up some things, by the way. Yeah. I don't, I didn't do a lot of overwatch, uh, in XCOM. Oh, the, the move but, of overwatch. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the, yeah. the move overwatch, uh, the, you know, that strategy of overwatch. I didn't sure. do a lot of that at XCOM, but in this game, I do it a lot. They've got, they've got cover that you can take. Yeah. I haven't really looked at statistics. I've heard seen, seen some people say, oh, the cover doesn't really help as much as it should. Like it shouldn't, like it does in other games. Yeah, so there's probably, a lot of things are still massaging that. with this game. So yeah. it's still very early access. I will say this: one uh, of the things I like the most about the Martyr game or about the Inquisitor games, uh, they're they're right. 40k Diablo games. Basically, they're very cool. Um, yes, they two things. One, they supported the hell out of it when it launched. It was it had problems. They had bugs. They had server issues. Like could have just petered out and gone away, but they stuck with it, and now that thing is respected. Like that is a that classic ass right. great game. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is their, the cover system in the martyr game is really mm-hmm. unique, but it's designed for real time cover. And I don't think it would work here, right. but by right. bringing that up, what I'm trying to say is I'll bet they figure it out. They'll figure oh, out the best I, I think way they'll figure cover. it out. And the, and the good news is the community I've seen so far, who is kind of rallying around this, uh, they, they seem to be, it's not like they're like just going, ah, they're all, everybody seems to be really invested and I think it's because we don't have a lot of really good, you know, Arthurian legend type games out there that dig this deep. Each one of these knights mm-hmm. has like you can mouse over top of them and they'll and they'll give you a total description of, you know, their their history and everything. And mm-hmm. so if that's your jam, I love it. King Arthur Knight's Tale by Neocore came out early this year, twenty January twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, uh on Steam now for 35 bucks or something like that no deal yet it's just that's just what it is it felt like i said it feels very much like an extension of their uh of their kickstarter project by the way they also got some european uh governmental assistance too i that's, you know, that's a lot more common oh. in uh, european countries to kind of give a little bit of money towards the towards entertainment and business oh. in that area well, you've you're, you're, you've done two things here. Number one, you solidified my interest in this game, which I'm still going to get. And two, right? Two, no you, hurry. You have made Unless me want, just want to support the development. You've made me want to probably buy Inquisitor again on console because now it's on console. Ah, see, I never played it. I need to go back. I is Warhammer dead. is something that I always felt like, and like I go to play it, and I'm like, oh, I'm really missing something here. I need I need more. Mm. I need, I, I just, I don't know. Well, they vary wildly in quality. Like you got to know which ones to get yeah. or which ones to play. And I, exactly. I pay attention to those pretty religiously just cause I'd love everything. Everything 40 K for me is a win. But and when I say more, I mean my lack right. of uh, experience with the series in the whole world. Do you, ever, do you ever play Space not, Marine? Not the game itself. Do you ever play Space Marine back in like Oh nine or that was the only one I really picked up. Cause I thought, I felt like it was, it was really easily accessible by anybody who yeah. had never played it. It was. So that was like my favorite. Yeah, it was a very action-oriented thing, but I freaking loved it. Loved we didn't it. talk about the voiceover work. I think the voiceover work is fun. I like it. And uh, if you want to play that second audio clip, by the way, the cinematics in this game definitely makes you think this game is way bigger than it is. If you have any time to play the launch trailer audio, yeah, here's a some. Of that, here's some for you right amazing. here. Wake up, night. 
lady in the water, I, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. There she is. You must take up your arms again. This is all very confusing. I know. Focus. Focus. I'm the lady in the Focus. water. Hurl your sword at me. A very, a very, uh, a very epic battle on the scale of what you would have seen in Lord of the Rings. Just oh yeah, brought to life. Just, some, uh, uh, they have some really good cinematics looking stuff too. Yeah, uh, so good. good. Here's uh, here's some fighting. Just a nick. Oh, it's just a nick. Oh man. Oh, it's a banshee. Oh, another. No honor. No honor. Oh, I'm playing this game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no honor. I love the Banshee. The Banshee is the worst. Oh, I. It, okay, when you first start playing, you'll be like, oh, this is pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, you, you're just fighting some some guys and stuff, and it's pretty straightforward. But then as you get a little further, you start hitting the more undead areas, and mm. you start having characters that you kill, but they're going to resurrect within, like, three turns or however many turns it'll show you how many turns you have oh i see uh, for them and then also you'll be you'll be on a you know you're you're on your little gridded board and you're like oh, i'm just gonna i'm gonna action point on over there i'm just gonna you know, walk over there and hit this guy and as you go along suddenly a skeleton pops up out of the ground and it breaks your uh your approach and you have to fight and it's like ah oh. Come on. Yeah, no, I get you. It's a, uh, but it's, it's fun. It's the trappings of the, uh, of the turn-based games and I love them. Yes. So I'm probably going to end up with this game. I think I, I just can't Do imagine it. a world where I don't. All right. That was, that was great. But now I loved it. This it's a me, Mario. <laughs> time to play guess our game. We both have clips of old games and we're going to play them and see if we can fool each other into not knowing what the hell they're from. I'm going to start. This is audio from a game uh, all the way back in 1985. The 85s? 85. Yeah. A big year for games if you, well, sort of, if you look at the list. But uh, the one I chose is a game I had and really enjoyed at the time. Let's see if you like it or not. I liked it as as a young teenager. So let's see if you do. Here you go. The hint is NES and okay, published, published by Nintendo. Those are your two hints. Right. Okay. Published by Nintendo, NES. Um, that's kind of, I'm, I, I'm kind of shocked. I would have almost have guessed that was an Atari game because that was very. Yeah. Pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty basic. To, so, me, to me, the oh, music man, is the giveaway. I don't know. Let me play that music again. That's the giveaway. Do it again. That's what I was thinking. Dude. I'm getting a burger time by bad that, but it's it doesn't sound like me. Okay. The yes, rest of it doesn't sound like burger time. No. So is it is it is it like uh, cowboy based? Is it like one of those nope old west kind of games? Nope. Oh. I'll give you a hint. Another hint. Give me another hint. Give me another it's hint. A, it's a sports game. Oh, okay. Oh, now let me think. Okay. We've narrowed it way now down. I'm trying to remember those sounds. I'm like, I mean, because that wouldn't be, what is, I mean, Here, it wouldn't be tennis because tennis wouldn't be like that. What sport game is that? Is that <laughs> baseball? <laughs> you know what? It is baseball. I'll give it to you. Is it baseball? Yeah. 
NES baseball, 1985. NES baseball. God, I miss, I miss a good baseball game. And yeah, when I mean too. good, I mean bad. Yeah. Well, I like a good arcade baseball game. Although I do like those show games that Sony makes, which I guess are now coming to Xbox. Right. Which is crazy. Now, is um, that just NES baseball? Or just like the first, nothing. Just nothing NES added baseball. No, well, this like wow. they had a they had a hockey game I really liked too. Called it. Um, I think it was just literally called Nintendo Hockey or just Hockey. I you just can't. Can you do that anymore? <laughs> I mean, we've had such we've had such a long run of video games. Can you just go? Oh no, this is iPhone football. No, because because what they do now, even if they can't have the license, they'll still make up a bunch of fake teams and have franchises right. and all the stats and everything. Like, there's no way you get around more now. But back then, that hockey game was: Do you want to be a little tiny skinny guy? Do you want to be a medium <laughs> guy? Or do you want to be a big fat guy? You had that's how you chose your team. And the fat guys could really slam good. through people, but he was slow. The little tiny guy was really fast, but you could knock his puck away real easy. And the middle guy was like just right, you know, like the average. Anyway, love it's it. good stuff. I uh, now I want to go back and play those games. Played I the just, hell out of that back those. in the day. Go ahead, like, you can emulate it, it or whatever. It's fun. I remember there was a time when it was like, uh, what what generation was it? Or was it a PC? It's like a backyard baseball, back backyard everything for a mm. while. I, I'm trying oh, to right. Um, what generation that was? Well, there was all the street baseball, or sorry, street street, yeah, street football, street, street soccer street. stuff, um, yeah, street basketball. But I don't know. Let's see. Oh, backyard baseball. Here it is. Yeah. So this was uh, there was a game called. Oh, I'm now I'm remembering this. Humongous Entertainment made it. Yes, yes. Uh, it was an Atari published it. It was made for the NES or sorry the DS. PS2, Wii, Windows, iOS, Xbox 360, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo GameCube, and Mac. Um, 97 is when the first version came out. Yeah, it's very much in the vein of what I played. Right. It's a lot like that. I think we had the PlayStation 2, if I remember correctly. Backyard baseball, baby. Backyard sports. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Excellent work. We both won. I think we both won. Oh, I haven't played yours yet. We both won that. We all won. I haven't played yours yet. Let's play yours now. Are you ready? Any Let's hints, by the way, before I do it? Absolutely. 2004 is where I will start my hinting. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Listen, lad, could you do me a favor? I've got to, you know, answer a call of nature. Oh, stay here and watch this stock for me. There's a good lad. Just stand between those two stacks. I know and this. Don't move. I know. Composer of the music was Danny Elfman, if that tells you anything. Fable? There you go. Is it it. Fable? (laughs) It is Fable. (laughs) I remember this early quest. Yeah, my that's why I picked it. The I'm like, everybody in these warehouses might have stuff in them. They're so dumb back then. They were just like, like they were the most cockney effing. Yeah, it was stupid. You had to. You had to. They're making a new Fable, I think. I think there are two, or they were. Did it already? Uh, hold on. New Fable. I remember there was something. Let me look it up, because I think Microsoft had mentioned it. Um, Fable 4, everything we know so far. Is this it just is Fable 4? Yeah, there is. Still, they're working Games on a Fable radar. 4. For Xbox yeah, 14 Series days X ago, everything we know so far so has fairies, frogs, and brand new developer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do the... know it'll be coming to the Xbox Series X. Oh, right, because they when they did their showcase, they had a whole trailer with a little fairy in it. That's right. I remember that now. Okay. Well, that's happening. Dude, Fable was a cool thing, and then they pooped on it. And then they, and then they pooped. Well, and three was no good. One was great. No, two was, two was two really was great. good. Three was a bummer. And then they kind of 
It, did Bella. you play Legends? No. Fable Legends? No. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, me either. No. Was that the Wii not. thing where you had the... Oh, because you couldn't have because it was a cancel. I was wondering why. I was like, I oh, it got one. canceled. Yeah, but it was originally yeah. going to be like this on rails, like motion game, right? Like a connect game or something. Or what was the deal? Probably it's Microsoft Studios, Xbox One. It's been a yeah, while. It's right. it's it's been, been a while since I said I've seen legends. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, <laughs> we're going to move on now to because uh, that was fun and we both won. But now it's time to read your emails. We got an email from a listener named. Oh, I should mention before we do this. I don't know what I'm reviewing next week, although I have an idea. But Brian's going to take a look at this game we both got called Mech Mechanic Simulator. <laughs> um, you may want to check it out before. Well, I, you should I, play it and make sure because I, uh, I really hit a wall on it, and I don't know why. Why? Because yeah. uh, it's. I, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give a quick review of it because I'm not going to play it either because. It really feels unfinished. Um, mech mechanic simulator. Um, I doubt I'm going to play it for next week, but it's it's kind of a deconstruction game. That yeah. uh, you you work in a uh, a mech uh, garage basically, and mechs come in with damage on them. You have to clean them off first, and then you kind of uh, you you disassemble parts of it, mm-hmm. and then you have to locate bad parts and replace the parts. It's really fun. Uh, the concept just, is awesome. Yeah, I oh, just don't think. Uh, I think I went in there thinking, "Oh, this will be like Shipbreaker," except I'm taking apart yes. mechs, and it's not. Quite That's what that. I thought. It's different than that. That's what I thought too. There's it's also not. I mean, weird... there's a lot of there's a lot of holding down uh, the mouse button. Yeah. This would make a great mobile game because it's like yeah. it's such a, just a time waster. You can just you know you hold down a screw and it unscrews, and it'll tell you to to swipe in a certain direction to you know pull it off, and you have to take certain pieces off to get down to elements. Yeah. below the surface to repair and you have to have you have to acquire those things that you may have in the shop so it truly is like a mechanics workshop on mechs yeah but uh it has, it's got a it, ha- it it sounds like a game it, i would love but it's i don't know if mechanically it's doing it for me so we'll see yeah right uh let's do this email this is from kevin h he wrote into uh boop show at gmail.com you're encouraged to do that by the way everybody send us your uh your emails boop show at gmail. .com, Kevin H. says, Dear Scott and Brian, do you guys have an indie game that is older now that you continually go back to time and time again? If so, what is it for you? Kevin didn't say what his was, which bums me out because I'd love to hear what he picked, but maybe he's looking for one. But for me, it's the game Broforce from 2015. I actually played it in 2014 for either early access or beta or something, and then I think it finally came out in full in 2015, and it's been everywhere since you can get on Switch and other stuff. But I love freaking Broforce. I never get tired of yeah. playing it. I can go forever and ever and ever. There's something about that game and the way it's constructed. Even though it's, it's just the silly premise and all this other stuff, the gameplay is so good. So I always go back it's to Broforce. Good. I just love it. What do you do? We're, it's we're, good. What's your go-to? I, I've been surprised at how often I'll start loading up games. And I'm like, oh, well, I need to load up Owlboy from 2016 as an adventure platformer. Uh, game and it's, it's it's just this great pixel art, and I like the characters. They're just dumb, and it's, the mechanics are fun because you can pick up your friends yeah. uh, as Owlboy and uh, you know shoot and blow up things. It's got a it's got a kitsch to it that kind of reminds me of like uh, like old school comics or something like a, that have come alive. It's very like cool. Old Coast comics. I think strips. you're the one that put that turned me on to that game in the first place, right. and I think it's pretty rad. 
it's a good game. I, I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. I, but like I said, I always have it loaded up just in case, and I'll pop in, and I can, you can just play it just for a little bit. You don't have to, like, dedicate your day to it or anything. It's just... This is fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. There's still people, by the way, back to Broforce for a second. There's still people making maps and stuff in that thing. So, oh, know. nice. I mean, you can only do that on PC, I think. But apparently, Alboy has cool. had some more recent problems. I'm not sure what's going on, but the Steam reviews have went from very positive to mixed. So, I don't know if Ooh. it's got like a compatibility issue or something. Something happened, yeah. The devs won't answer yeah. me when I don't. They won't talk to me anymore. Something that got, got a review bomb the other day. What was it? It was some really unlikely target, but it was it had nothing to do with the game. It was something to do with Steam did something, and they were using this game as the as the as the oh, sucker. I, I can't remember. I hate, I that hate stuff. when people do that. Hate I, review the product. I hate it. Review the product. If I was <laughs> if I was them, meaning if I was Steam, I just shut that shit off ninety percent of right. the time. I mean, I like the idea. That, I, I like the idea of per- enough people right. review a thing and you get a good idea of a score. Like, I, I like aggregate yeah. scores, but not when people can just game the system and be dicks about it. Yeah. Steam's got that little, uh, that, that thing that shows an alert automatically if, if it has a lot of recent sudden change in reviews. And it'll kind of let you notify. It'll notify you go, hey, look, something's going on here. Oh, near Automata. That was it. It was near. And what, oh yeah, near. Yeah, yeah and what was the deal? It was something that maybe it wasn't Steam doing something, but they had something they wanted that game to do, and the developers weren't going to do it or something. Even though I've it's got nothing people, to do with the game, it's old now. Like I don't know. I've seen people hop in and review games and be mad about it on Steam. Like uh, I think there's a game that I was wanting, uh, and it's available for pre-purchase on Steam, but it was already released on uh, on Epic. And people were pissed about that, and so they were like review bombing it. I'm like, because it was on Epic first. Oh, like, oh really? God. That's lame. That's not a review. That's not a review. That you being pissed about another store existing? Knock it off. Right. It's not a bunch it. of babies, little children. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. Uh, I just want small developers to make money and have a successful yeah. time. That's all. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want them to find some success and not be dicked around by lame crowdsourced bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Right. Hey, that's I tell gonna, you, and oh, wait, I'm going to say, it, you know, I, I would recommend supporting uh, these neocore game guys. I like, I, I really believe in what they're doing. I, yeah, I don't good. want, I don't want you to get screwed, but for supporting them, but I like them. Yeah, it won't get. I don't think you get screwed. I mean, I, yeah. Martyr got a good track record. Martyr had a rough launch, but they were on it and they fixed it, and it's awesome. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Again, that email address is boopshow at gmail.com. Frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. That's boop is our address boop. or uh, web address. And again, hop on to that, uh, that uh, Frog Pants thing, uh, the, um, uh, the Frog Pants Club uh, newsletter, because there'll be boop stuff in there occasionally as well, uh, along with other gaming-related uh, things and other stuff you might be into. So uh, check it out. That's over at frogpants.com. Uh, club frogpants.club club club i almost did frogpants.link but it was those are expensive for some reason. oh yeah the the clubs are on sale because now i now i own a uh, mission deep.club because you did that yeah it's like a dollar 87 for the first year it's stupid, i'll do right? that it's so cheap but also they are not bad on the renewal they're like 13 or whatever uh the right. dot links were like up to 39 uh, i don't know crazy. why it was weird 
But anyway, uh, so there's your thing. Go go check it out. Be a part of that newsletter and uh, find us on Twitter at Boop Show, the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. Our Twitter or our, uh, not our Twitter accounts, our freaking sure. Twitch accounts. You can find Brian at Brian Dunaway on Twitter or it's Twitch. Shit. So if you want to watch him stream some of these games. You can games, just go ahead and slow down a little bit if you want to. We I could no slow hurry. down. I could, but I'm not going to. So I'll say mine really fast. Frog Pants. Frog Pants. That's mine on Twitch. <laughs> and there will be more Little Nightmares, too. I promise. I just am scared, and I haven't had time. Yes. I'm glad week. you said that's legends because I had it in the show notes, but I forgot to ask. It was a bad a week. Good, good point. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it. Don't worry. All right. That's going to do it for us, Brian. Any final words of wisdom before we go? Uh, don't forget to play Little Nightmares 2, Scott. Okay, I'm going to play it. That's my next thing on my list. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> Destroy them with lasers. Oh, jeez.